Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 106 in Edmonton, hour number two. Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Again, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. We'll head off momentarily to our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. I will tell you that Roos Chris Steakhouse is the greatest steak you've ever had. Edmonton owned and operated. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Head down to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Brendan, Maggie, and uh, Taylor and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you. Uh, David Staples, Call to Hockey. John Shannon, uh, the guru of all things that are television, our NHL insider, coming up in this hour. And without further ado, we welcome back to the show from the Call to Hockey. Hello, David Staples. How are you? David, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? We got you loud and clear today. Hey, uh, did you, and we'll get to the hockey stuff right away. We know you have a political side. Many have accused you of being far right. I don't think you're far right, but you're certainly center, center right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what did you think of, uh, I mean, it was somewhat entertaining television. You got to say that, don't you, last night? Uh, I usually don't weigh in on U.S. politics because it's so fraught being a Canadian commentator, but I, I thought Biden did very well, honestly. Like, um, he, you know, the American right has been portraying the guy as not being able to carry a sentence, and he carried, you know, was articulate, reasonably articulate through the whole debate. So my take on that is that Biden um, picked up, will pick up support out of that. All right. So, David, here's the thing. Like, we get to talk about the toy department of, love, you know, life stuff, talking about hockey. And and the beauty of the Oilers is you can be left-wing and a supporter of the Edmonton Oilers, and you can be right-wing and be a supporter of the Edmonton Oilers, and you can be centrist. As, you know what? The Oilers have uh, Pride Day that the players get behind and support. They have days for the military that we get behind and support, uh, days for the police, and that's something that's very important uh, for you and me. I mean, and that's, that's the beauty of sport and for that matter music as well do you not agree yeah you know bob i i love my sports to be an escape so like if they got rid of 
um, the national anthem in the hockey games, I would be totally cool with that. I just the reason I'm a hockey fan is like it's it is tribal, and it's a way for us to express our kind of tribal like yeah, yeah we hate the other city and let's get those guys and but it's kind of a very nonviolent, harmless, fun way to do that. It's a great way to express that and experience those kinds of emotions and escape into that world. And I just like personally, I, I I'm not interested in sports and politics or sports and other stuff. It, when it, and it, when it turns to that kind of thing, I start to tune out because for me, I'm my whole life is writing about politics and thinking about politics and debating it. I'm looking for an escape in hockey, and I love uh, that's plenty. That's exactly its function, and. Um, good enough for me to do that well i know uh you guys have brought up the fact that you have you have two different twitter accounts is that correct yes one for politics and one for hockey now and sometimes i've blurred the two and i tweet out my columns on both but you know what since this this whole movement to politicize sports has come up i've been thinking about that and i'm trying to not always succeeding but trying to really separate the two so i from the start i've tried to separate politics and sports and i'm going to recommit to that and just really focus on keeping the hockey account more about hockey and the um other account about um about politics and there's a there's an old saying in society uh, or in, in the radio business go to the mouth of the lion and the reality is uh hockey does not return until some things occur in the COVID front with the pandemic, and that is going to be directly related, to, I would think, to a certain extent. Many would suggest to the U.S. election, which is a whole other thing. But you brought up a great question. I'm going to throw it out there to the listeners right now. Text us at 780-496-0063, Ashley Pine Flores text line. We'll get to the Nugent Hopkins stuff, the Ekman Larson stuff, the cleft bomb stuff in a second. Should the NHL do away with the national anthems? I would say no. I like the national anthems, okay? That's that's my own personal preference. It doesn't mean I'm right. That's just my personal preference. I'd like to hear from you. Should we get rid of the national anthems for... Uh before any, you know, before hockey games, tell me what you think. Text us on our Ashley Fine, Fine Floors text line again. I don't have to have the right answer. My take, I like him. Doesn't mean I'm right. All right, uh, Oscar Clefbaum. Tough news today for the Oilers. At least it appears that way, David. Bob, that was such a bombshell. And and um, I mean, there's been talk and rumors, and I can't remember exactly who's been talking about it, but the idea that that one of the reasons I think Kurt Levins may have mentioned it, the cult. One of the reasons that the Oilers might be thinking of bringing and Ekman Larson are moving out a player like Clefbaum is because the, the team isn't sure of Clefbaum's injury situation. And this certainly um, this certainly confirms that. I mean, the, the fact that he might be out, he's, he plays about 60 to 65 games a year. He's had injury issues. Suddenly, the OAL uh, trade discussions are in a different scene in a different light. Because if Clefbaum can't go... Um, it would make sense probably for the Oilers to acquire a top four D-man if they can. Like, I personally believe Caleb Jones can step in in a top four role on the second pairing with Nurse as the first pairing. But I understand that's a risk, and you can I can certainly see why they're interested in OEL. Yeah, well, uh, tough one with Oscar. Again, around 60 games, three straight years. Uh, missed three weeks this past year, right after he played 55 minutes in back-to-back afternoon games. Uh, what did you? I don't know if you heard the Brian Lawton segment, but he wasn't as big on giving up assets to get Ekman Larson, and he'd rather take a look at Tyson Berry. What do you think of that? That's my preference as well. Um, 
I just uh, I, I didn't hear Brian, but I do remember it was Brian actually who had brought up the fact that the Oilers were a little bit worried about um, Clef Baum's injuries. Tyson Berry, like, so Ekman Larson is a very very good NHL defenseman, and but he's got seven years left at eight point two five million in an, in a time bob when we're hearing the cap isn't going to go up, so it's not like that that as a percentage of the cap that's going to change. It's going to remain ten percent of the cap for years to come. That's a huge hit for one player. Whereas Tyson Berry, you could get him for two or three, four years, maybe just one year on a $6 million, $5 million a year deal. That, to me, is much more appealing, especially on a team when you have players like Broberg and Bouchard coming up. When you have Caleb Jones, who is arguably ready for the top four, I would much prefer a short-term deal for a player like Tyson Berry than I would see them going long-term for OEL mainly based on the fact that in the last couple of years, OEL's game has slipped a bit and that the huge term and um, price of his contract. Let me tell you something, David. You got the fans going here on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Nick says, I think the home team anthem should only be sung until the playoffs, then both anthems. Okay, more text coming in on this uh, topic. Uh, here we go. Yep, drop the anthems for hockey. In our current social climate, only having two anthems isn't inclusive of all the international players that play here. Hmm, that's a, <laughs> that's interesting. That's a, that's a different take. Uh, there, there's lots more. Uh, they should play the home team's country anthem and the national anthem for the country or one or two of the uh, – of what's that? The, and the national? team anthem from a country of one of the players or one of the teams would be awesome for the players not on Canada and the U.S. That one comes to us from Juiced. Well, there's a different perspective. Uh, the general consensus, just so we're getting, Mark says, leave the anthem alone and also get back to all thy son's command. Um <laughs> <laughs> David, you got everybody going now. Pat says I'd be quite happy if I never heard an uh, if I never heard national anthems at another NHL game, or at least if they didn't broadcast it. Another texter, yeah, it's a lot of people are talking about the the fact that you know you got the Canada and the U.S. anthem. They do make up about seventy three percent of the players in the NHL. So David, you got us, you got everybody fired up in that way to go. That's good. You're a driver. You're helping making it happen for us. <laughs> All right, uh, what is a fair price? for Oliver Ekman Larson in your opinion. Okay. Uh, I was just talking to Kurt Levins about this and, and Kurt suggested the uh, Arizona might be asking for Bouchard or Broberg plus um, the first pick this year plus Chris Russell. And and I just think that has got to be no-go territory for the Edmonton Oilers. I, with, if Clefbaum isn't going to be good to go, I could see, I could be persuaded. You know, you could give up the first Samarukov and Chris Russell. That might make sense. That possibly might make sense. But to throw in either uh, Broberg or Bouchard, I just, you're, you're giving up, you know, with the first pick, he's going to be one of your top prospects. Broberg and Bouchard are the other two. You're going to give up two of your top three prospects for a player who's, who's 29, has played a little bit, who's, who's down a bit in his performance, and has this monster, monster contract. I would say no on that, but maybe yes if it was Samarukov instead of uh, Broberg or Bouchard. Okay. Uh, we have talked a bit about Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, what's the number that makes sense on a seven- or eight-year deal for you? You know, the, the thing that makes most sense for me is for the Oilers to wait on this, but not, not wait till he puts up 80 points playing with uh, Drysettle and Yamamoto this coming year or a point per game, however many games they play, but wait until this latest contract period 
plays out because I think it's going to be brutal for players uh, getting the money that they want and it's going to change the feeling of the market. The next month is going to change it where players realize a $3 million player realizes he's a $1.5 million or $2 million player and a $1.5 million player realizes he's league minimum or can't even get a contract. That's going to have an incredible impact on the psychology of the market. So you, as a GM, you don't want to be like Bergevin rushing in giving Petrie a, a contract or the Minnesota GM and giving Brodine a contract. You want to wait until the new market reality hits home with the players and the agents in a big way, as I think it will. And then you start talking to RNH in about a month. And maybe you get them at $5.5 million a year. No chance. Eight years. Well, no, Bob, let's no, see what the market says. No let's chance. See. No chance the number is lower than six. No chance. I can tell you that okay, right now. Unlikely, I agree. But the market could change. A month from now, when we start to see some of the huge discounts players start to take, we may be thinking differently. And, okay. and, I, and, I, and I can't say for sure that's going to happen. But I would say there is like a non-zero, like let's say it's a 5% chance. It's less than $6 million a year. It's not a great chance, but there's a slight chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's no chance. I'm saying there's a no. Just I mentioned Morazic earlier in the show. It's my belief that rumor comes from out of Carolina. They're rumored to be in on Darcy Camper. They need to flip a guy out now. They could simply just trade James Reimer. He's only owed 850 real dollar, 850000 this year on a $3.1 million deal. Uh, Morazic, you know, I, I don't think the acquisition cost would be significant. Can the Oilers get in the, the Jacob Markstrom game? I don't see how they possibly can get into the, you know, unless they, you know, they're not going to buy out James Neal. They they can move Chris Russell, but they're going to need that money probably for something else. So uh, Mrazek at $3 million, I think they can probably do better than that for a similar goalie. That, why would you pay $3 million for Mrazek when you can get someone very similar? And as for Markstrom, he's going to be $5 million, $6 million. Um, so I just don't see that making sense. And, you know, people, people, Put a lot of faith in Markstrom because of his great playoffs, but his save percentage was almost identical to Miko Koskin in this regular season. They're the same age, same size, same style, had same regular season numbers. I don't know why there's this huge uh, halo around Markstrom as compared to Koskinen. It's just recency bias, and I'm not sure that Markstrom's that much of a better bet than Koskinen over the next two or three years. I think save percentage-wise, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Markstrom's had two pretty good years in a row, and the advanced analytics... Uh, whatever saves above the norm for him, very good, David. Great stuff. Thanks for joining us. How does people? How do people follow you? Uh, on Twitter at D Staples, and not on my other Twitter account for politics. All right, there we go. That's David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. Thank you, David. One nineteen in Edmonton. Uh, David brought up the anthem, so we are going to blast on the anthem front right here, right now. Texas on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Bob, keep the anthem so fans don't miss the entire first period when a Leafs game slides into the late broadcast. Bob, I'm a, a grown man, and I tear up when the Canadian anthem plays. Uh, laugh out. I'll, I'll tell you when I've liked it, uh, and I'm a guy that says keep the anthems in there. I, I, I was incredibly proud when uh, the fans at Rogers Place picked up when the mic didn't work uh, for the Star Spangled Banner, and the fans at Rogers Place sang the American anthem. I thought that was awesome. Um, 
You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Todd from Troshoe, Alberta, says uh, we should certainly keep the anthems, but definitely do away with all of the other uh, politic-related uh, nonsense. So that's tough to do in this day and age. Again, you can uh, text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Uh, here we go. Just another cancel culture talking point. Anthems are part of hockey culture. As a player, it adds to the drama of the game, the opening face-off. I could agree with one anthem per game until the playoffs. And then I'd add that I prefer anthems to be sung with a certain pace, none of the show-off singing. Uh, <laughs> you would not believe how much of an anthem snob I am on the road. Like, that is something, you know, because it's one of the rare occasions when uh, neither Jack nor myself are saying, <laughs> we're just sitting, we could just, it's just a look, uh, you know, and I mean, you go into Chicago for those, and, and I know we had folks that have come on, the, I know uh, Brenda and Barry Hunka have done the trip into Chicago, uh, Tyler Hupka's done the trip into Chicago, you go into Chicago and you hear that anthem for both uh canada and the u.s jim carnelson and you are you're ready to go man you're ready to go in a battle it gets you stoked it gets you jacked it gets you pumped up you're going to denver and it's it's like a guy that's singing at a lounge and it just doesn't have the same intensity. And it, it and, and and Chicago's in-game experience is awesome. And it wasn't always like that. One twenty-two at Edmonton. Um, this text comes in. Our anthem kind of sucks, anyways. I'd care more if we went back to singing the Maple Leaf forever. I don't think our anthem sucks. You could text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, keep the national anthem. It is not a political statement. It is a song of respect, unification, and pride of being Canadian. It acknowledges appreciation for those who have sacrificed their lives for the freedoms we enjoy. It stirs commitment to our country and being one as a nation again yeah you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three uh bob i think keep the anthems but kids should get to sing them hmm. scott says two of my favorite parts of going to nhl live games are the warm-up and the national anthems i can't imagine the game uh without them uh Dirk says, Bob, how about the anthem singer in Boston? I like how he gets pumped up. It's part of the game. Leave it from Dirk. Uh, Hacksaw Jim, Bobby, the anthem being sung is part of hockey, yet playing the anthem for the states in our country is shameful. Okay. Uh, Haji says, Bob, we are free to play games such as hockey due to these sacrifices made by our vets in WW1, WW2. To me, the anthems at the beginning of games uh, play, uh, pay tribute to this. In 2006, 16,000 people singing both national anthems was exhilarating, and you, can, uh, and you can't tell me the players didn't feed off that from Haji. Haji, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that that year, when they, uh, when the fans at Rexall play sang both anthems, uh, Timo Solani, you could see the Timo Solani and, uh, was looking like, wow. And even in 2017, the, the video, um, when, uh, geez, uh, anyways, the, we had a situation, you watch, you go on YouTube and watch the, and the fans singing the anthem in 2017 and the look on Ryan Getzlatt's face. It's a look of admiration. For Oilers fans, 
I will mention this right now again. Second time, last two weeks. This is the last year of Ryan Getzlaff's $8.25 million cap hit. Right shot center. Could certainly play at minimum as a third-line center in 21-22. Not sure he's going to be as close to winning in Anaheim as maybe he would be elsewhere. Yes, I would have time for that. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yeah, 126 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. It was Brett Kissel. Uh, the mic went out on Brett Kissel at Rogers Place in 2017. Fans did an awesome job. The secret professor has graced us with his professor, uh, with his uh, appearance here on Oilers Now. Texas, full disclosure, I find the anthems boring about 99% of the time. Almost invariably, I'm just waiting for it to be over. Just my honest view. Thanks from the secret professor. The one real funny one, they had an opera singer in Ottawa. James Neal was playing for Pittsburgh at the time, and it sounded literally like, well, it sounded a bit like Miss Piggy uh, on just, just the voice. And this woman had a beautiful voice, but it was really high-pitched, uh, a top-flight operatic version. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, enjoy anthems. So I can recall uh, the French-Canadian singer for years, and, of course, we had uh, Paul Lorio here at Rogers Place as well. Uh, Roger Doucette in Montreal was off the charts back in the day. Uh, another texter on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 127. I've been to all 31 arenas. Love hearing the anthems. Very cool at Buffalo. Plays both anthems even when two American teams are playing well. The Sabres have had a huge contingent of southern ontario fans that go to their games um bob if anybody's play the game they love the anthem fans in attendance love the anthem tv watchers don't that's all there is to it hmm. bob keep the anthems the anthem means so much in sports and watching the players stand proud we play the canadian anthem at our son's celebration of life well that uh, kind of puts things in perspective doesn't it uh okay kevin uh if you're gonna text text nice um but try to keep various uh, words out of the text because then I otherwise I can't read them uh, back to Jason from Sangudo Anthem stays uh, some boys got an all expenses trip uh, paid trip to Europe and never came home so we could live the good life. Never forget that from Jason in Sangudo. 128 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. I, I, and again, I'm a keeping anthem guy. I love having the anthems in the games uh, before the games all the time. Uh, there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. And today is the last day that you can get employee pricing at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Again, uh, last day of employee pricing. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Forward and Lenahan by calling 1-877-477-7673 or go online at brentridge.com. Uh, we're going to talk anthems, TV, cleft bomb, uh, R&H, and much, much more coming up with John Shannon after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.